0: Howdy there, folks, and welcome to The Random Men, where two experts of nothing talk about everything. Tattoo. The word conjures up different feelings and different folks. It's a form as old as spoken language and is more accepted and celebrated today than ever before in human history. Love them or hate them, they are here to stay. So get ready to roll up that sleeve and show off the new ink, because today, two random men are going to discuss the art of Tattoo. <music> So when I was 18, I decided I was a real cool guy, Mm. and instead of going the route that I should have gone, Mm -hmm. I ended up sneaking off, went to a best friend's dad, ended up in the kitchen getting tattooed on my chest. Mm. First tattoo. First tattoo. It took a long time. (laughs) (laughs) It took a lot of breaks. Yeah, it probably wasn't the most professional one ever done, right? Uh, It was good. It still looks good. Yeah. But uh, tell the people what it was. It is a Texas... With a flag inside of it on my chest, over my heart. Because if you've ever listened to this show before, you know we're from Texas. <laughs> it's no <laughs> secret. Every episode. I, sometimes I feel like we're beating everybody over the head with the Texas thing. But you know what? If we were from New York, we'd talk about New York. I, Go for what you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, be proud of where you are. Hey, I, my first tattoo. Now, I actually went to a tattoo parlor mm-hmm. and got mine. Uh, but same thing, the day after I turned 18, I uh, went, of course, I got a longhorn skull with the Texas flag in it and the barbed wire going around, you know, uh, at at that time, hey, that was the cool thing everybody did. I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't look back at it and regret it by any means. Like I still like my tattoo. Um, it looks good. Yeah, the the guy that did it, like the color. I mean, that's been almost twenty years now, and it still looks great. So fantastic. Uh, I like it. And you know, some people. I know some people come back and they they say, oh, man, I wish I wouldn't have got that when I was that age. And I think that's that's with tattoos in general. Uh, I think everybody either has something to look at and go, eh, maybe I could have done better. But I, I'm I'm still happy with, with that one. I really am. The best advice I could give a young person that wants to go get their first tattoo is wait until you're 25. <laughs> that would probably be my number one out of the gate. Unless it's going to be something that's like a family, means something to the family. Mm-hmm. You know, something that's never going to fade. That's thought out. Yeah. That's not, don't jump on a trend. I did see where uh, a site I was on called FactSite um, said that women are more likely to get, them than ta- get tattoos than men. Really? But 23% of people regret getting a tattoo. Now. I would have thought it would have been a little higher I, than that. You know, I got thought the same thing. Only 23. Yeah. People are telling stories out there. They're fibbing. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I got, you know, I got two. I I like both of them. I actually I do want to get more. Uh, I just haven't yet. You have five? Five? I think yeah. five. But you did get one covered up. Yes, I got it redone. Or redone, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got it reworked because it. Yeah. But uh, again, that's being young and being spontaneous, mm-hmm. which is not mm-hmm. the route you want to go when you're getting tattooed. Mm-hmm. The spontaneous. I mean, most of mine have been spontaneous, and. Here I sit with what I've got. I put a little bit of thought in both of mine, and I have plans for some for multiple ones. Uh, you know, I've talked to you about the uh, getting the sleeve down. My one arm's gonna have the notation for one of our songs in it. Mm-hmm. That was a song that we wrote about a friend that passed away. So, like that one, I've thought a lot about. It you know, means something. Yeah, it holds some weight. Yeah, definitely. It's never gonna not mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ten, fifteen, twenty, fifty years down the road, yeah. Because they do say that the number one thing that people regret is getting someone's name. I was about to say, is it getting someone's name? Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. do that. That's a kiss of death. Well, okay. So if you get your, your kid's name or somebody, say, like uh, okay. maybe. I was talking s- about like spouse or boyfriend, yeah, girlfriend, yeah. something like that. Yeah, if you get, yeah, say, a, a kid or a family member, um, you know, maybe something for a grandmother, grandfather that meant something to you or something like that. Then yeah, okay. But again, that's not going to you know, quote-unquote fade, <laughs> you know, because it means something. As I sit here with a giant heart tattoo that says mama. But it's, your mama's She's always going to be your mama. going to not be my mama. Yeah, it's always your mama. It's yeah. always going to be mama. Yeah. But, yeah, you get that's your That's another gir- funny story. You get your girlfriend or your wife's tattoo. Yeah. Uh, now, there's an argument to be made because I do know some people that have their spouse's name tattooed on them and they've been together forever. Very true. Maybe your grandparents have them and they never split up. Okay, that's the rarity because I guarantee you know. More people that have exes' names tattooed on them than people that are still together. I used to work with a guy that he had six different names down his forearm. <laughs> and every one from the top all the way down to the newest one was marked out. And the newest one was the only one not marked out. And I was like, dude, maybe you should think twice before you get a tattoo. You seem of... to make questionable choices. I mean, Imagine like... being the new girlfriend coming in like, hey, why don't you not, why don't you not do that? Like, did y'all do the whole, like, oh, it's our one-month anniversary, and you want to get a tattoo? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Seems like it. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Maybe wait a little while. (laughs) Can we go to, like, the five-year mark? That's our anniversary together. Yeah, okay. Let's go get the tattoos. Mm. I don't know. Like I said, I've always heard it called the kiss of death, because it's like, as soon as you do it, then shit just goes downhill. Mm. Landslide. It it definitely seems like that happens more often than not, for sure. Uh, I plan on getting the girls' names. I'll probably get something... I'm not so much into, into names, but more symbols or, or things that make me think about it. Um, well, I've got three roses, three daughters. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe I get the names on the outside or something. That's the part that is really interesting about tattoos. Is yeah, they're painful. I know a lot of people say they don't hurt. Uh, I'm not a masochist like that. I do get people say that they're therapy. Yeah, I don't know the the one on my right arm, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go go there. Yeah, it goes up underneath the arm, and yeah, that that was that it's was on a tender, the tender spot. spot. Eh. Yeah, it, and it wasn't so much the first time he did it; the second, when he went back over it and inlaid uh, the extra mm-hmm. color in it. Yeah, that that oh. time definitely hurt. I'm a pansy when mm-hmm. they went around the backside there and started getting in the the little tender underarm meat. I was like, oh no, no, I'm, no. Not, I'm not a tough guy. Mm-hmm. But no, what I was saying about getting the names and everything. With space, you got on the canvas, was they're addicting. They really are. As mm-hmm. soon as you're done with one and you get out of the chair, you're like, Yes, now what else can I put on? You mm-hmm. mm-hmm. start thinking about the next one, mm-hmm. thinking about the next one. Yeah. And that's really cool considering what it is. There's stories. And I think me and you are kind of in the same boat that when we get a tattoo, we want it to be something like that, like a story, yeah. like or some, our memory or something that means something to us. I think most people do because it's a, sh- a sign and a showing of your individuality. Mm hmm. You know, mm-hmm. especially when you start getting a lot of them in the show everywhere. No two people are going to be tattooed the same. No. You might have the same tattoo as somebody. me, I mean, you might end up getting one one day that's, you know, kind of shared.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: um, we're not going to have the same story on the canvas. Mm-hmm. And that's what's really neat about it. And probably why it's the oldest human thing next to language, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it is, isn't it? Hmm. People have been marking their bodies since... Probably before spoken language. Probably. I don't know. I know there was um, as far back. It was in 1991 that they discovered Oatsy the Iceman. Oatsy. Ooh. Oatsy. Oatsy. Oatsy? I know, it's probably like Oatsy. I'd... I'm sitting here with a southern accent. It's Oatsy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me about and Oatsy. Oatsy likes sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Oatsy the Iceman was discovered in 1991 by um, some hikers that were in the Italian Alps that uh, border Austria. And they dated him back to over 5,000 years old. Oh. And I think he had 62 tattoos on him. Oh. Now, that was probably painful back in those days. Eey. Well, you know how that was done. We'll yeah. get into that here in a little bit. Ooh. But, yeah, the, the styling before the gun. Mm-hmm. I think you have that on there. When was, when was the gun created? So, uh, the first tattoo gun was made by Samuel O'Reilly. 1891. 1891. Um, he added... Needles and ink reservoirs to Thomas Edison's electric pen. So that was the original tattoo gun. Yeah. So before that, it was all done. Well, I've seen a couple of them. Of course, you got the tattoo, mm-hmm. you know, hammering mm-hmm. it in. There was um another one I saw that was done with um needle and thread. Okay. Where they would thread it through in patterns. Beautiful. Hmm. I did not know that. Okay. Beautiful art. Long time. That, that's, that's a lot of work. Hmm. Not saying that using a gun, I mean, you know, I've sit with the wife and watch six-hour, seven-hour process is done. That's a long time, too, but can you? I guess that's why session work was really how it used to have to be done. Mm-hmm. And neither one of us are experts on the topic at all, you know. Yeah, we're too. you listen ra- listening to the random man. We're just randomly talking about <laughs> things that we kind of know a little kinda bit about. kind of know a little bit about. But it would be years of going back to the same person, a lot of it tribal, and getting your story printed on you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's. And you know, I'm sorry. Hey, I cut you off there. If, so, if you want to go get just random whatever on you, go for it. Dude. Hey, you know, it's your body. Um, but like me, I'm more, like I said, uh, stuff that means something to me. And I will go sit through multiple sessions to get something like that done. I also think that one of the big things that makes tattoos really cool is it's not like I sat here. Okay. Say like uh, our music. Mm-hmm. I sat down and wrote a song and someone comes to me and goes, Hey man, that's a really cool song. Okay. That feels good to me. Like I feel prideful of it, but a tattoo, not only do I get to go, Hey man, look at this. I have this on my arm or wherever that looks really cool. But then that's also something that the artist themselves gets to take away from it too. So it's like two people are involved here. I'm sitting down there with this artist kind of giving him an idea of, you know, what I want, what it means to me, what's going on. And then he takes his inter- uh, interpretation of it and brings it in. So you actually have two different people collaborating to bring this to yeah. life. There's a story to everyone. Even yeah. if you go in and get something silly and goofy, there's a time and a place and a reason why you did it. And you can share that story with each mm-hmm. piece of artwork that you go through. If you know Whether or not it's one giant piece that you've done over your entire body, your back, your arm like a sleeve or something like that. Every session has its own meaning and feeling and a time and a place. And you can, as fuzzy as memories get, go back to the time and place in your head in mm-hmm. the memory of every time you were in the chair. Yeah. Do you know where the name tattoo comes from? No, I do not. Okay. I know it, I do know it's the most mis one of the most misspelled words. Well, I'm probably going to mispronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it comes from a tatau. Tatau. So, in 1769, British captain and explorer James Cook reached the Polynesian Islands, right? Okay. He gets off there with the sailors, the Tahitians, because they were in Tahiti, all have tribal adornment tattoos, Mm -hmm. heavily face tattooed. They all thought it was neater than hell, something they had never seen before. So they spent time on this island, learning about the culture and everything. I'm sure maybe bad should happen. That's how exploring went back then. But so the sailors ended up getting tattooed. They Mm -hmm. come back to the UK, right? Get off the ship. Ooh, ah. Look at what I got. Look at what I got. Yeah, this is some of my travels. You know, you start getting into things like the turtles and all that from different, you know, locations. Lighthouses, all the different symbols of where you've sailed, which I think still rolls over into today's sailors, if I'm not mistaken. But anyway. Yeah. So they come back. Okay. And it's the hot shit on the scene. So then a lot of the aristocracy start getting secret tattoos because of course they're going to thumb their nose at it in front of everybody. Oh, I can't believe you would desecrate your body like that and stuff. No, it was hugely popular on the underground for the aristocrats to go get tattoos. that would be hidden and Ooh, it's bad. Look at this. Yeah. What? So they'd like get together later on and be like, Ooh, look what I got. Ooh, I got a little secret. <laughs> Pull up a giant bustle dress and say, yeah, look what I got on my ankle here. Cause oh. not, you can't see them women's ankles. No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. That's pretty cool. And so again, underground tattooing kind of becomes the craze. Yeah. Um, it's, not it, main, and, and, it's not mainstream, but it, it, it's, it's taken off. Yeah, and from there, it just took off with the sailors. Mm-hmm. So you get that coming from the UK. Now, going back a little bit, we'll talk about Rome for a second. Okay. Romans were very big on body image. Obviously, you can look at the art. They didn't like tattooing. It was frowned upon um, until Caesar started leading men up north to fight the Gauls and the Celts and stuff. And the Celts, the Gauls, were all heavily tattooed. It was warrior. Yeah, menacing looking. uh, Yeah, Yeah, they Uh, had warrior tattoos. Yeah, okay. Part of their culture. So, again, the Roman soldiers started adopting it as a rite of passage, symbols of where they had been, brought it back into Rome, and it spidered out through the underground again. Underground tattoo shops and stuff started popping up. Okay. Fast forward about 325 years. When we get Constantine, Emperor Constantine, okay. who was the first Christian emperor of Rome. Your history is blowing my mind because <laughs> usually I'm the history guy. Do you got wow, okay. Yeah, no, I, I do get big into Roman stuff. Take me to school, brother. Okay. So Emperor Constantine comes up. He's the first Christian emperor. And he declares in his mind, adopts from the Bible, that man is created in the image of God. You do not desecrate the temple. So he outlaws tattooing. You hear that term a lot about your your body is your temple mm. and uh, through all of culture. I, I'm sorry. I always believed your body is your temple. Decorate it how you want. Well, look, at most societies did. <laughs> yeah. Most societies did decorate. And whether it was for spiritual purposes or warrior rites of passage mm-hmm. or fertility, masculinity, things, power. Protection. Protection. Yeah. Symbols, spells, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Tattoo has been done. So, okay, Constantine outlaws it, right? Yep. But the Christians, so we're talking 325 A.D. Okay. for the past 300 years, the Christians secretly were getting cross tattoos on them, mostly on the inside of their wrist, kind of identify, walk with God. They had the symbol on them, you know, because Christians were persecuted in Rome. Mm -hmm. So that was their secret way of of keeping their spirituality with them. Wasn't there like a rumor that all the Templar knights had some form of a cross or something tattoo. Yep. I, think yes. I heard something about yep. that. And then during the Crusades, they all got... And I'm probably way out of my timeline here, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I'm and it was up. so even if they were stripped of everything else, they still had that with them. If they mm-hmm. died in battle, they, still they had, had that it. symbol. They knew how to be buried. They knew where they wanted to be taken to. Cool. Yeah. So he outlaws it in the name of Christianity, but still the Christians that had been following Christ... We're like, well, you're not going to just totally revamp this on us. Yeah. We've been doing this for since, you know, a lot longer than you decided. So then you get underground tattoo parlors in Rome. So, neat little uh, history lesson there. So, is that kind of where the original thought? Because I know, like, nowadays, obviously they're more mainstream and, and it's okay, it's more acceptable. But, like, maybe that's kind of where it started with the whole, like, underground kind of thing. Yeah, I would say that for modern times. Japanese culture was very different. Japanese, very big into tattooing, Leading up. Um, it was very big in samurai. But then in 1870, it was outlawed, and they started using it on criminals. So then it became taboo to get a tattoo because they were tattooing criminals. Yeah, that was their, their mark of a criminal? Yes. Was a tattoo? Yeah. Okay. And you'll find that a lot, just as much as people getting adorned to show their spirituality and all that stuff, is then it started being used for criminals, for slaves, things of that nature, Uh, the Hmm. the darker side of tattooing. And there it remained until recently about the turn of the 20th century. Mm -hmm. Then we get into Sailor Jerry. Hmm. Yes. Who really, the grandfather of American tattooing, kind of put our stamp on it in America for American traditional. And had a lot of, I don't know if he had a lot, but he did have named apprentices, you know, most notably Ed Hardy. Yeah. And I know, you know, controversial figure to, to some degree, uh, but I think the great thing, the great takeaway from all that Hardy stuff is it shined light, one, on the art aspect of it mm-hmm. with the different styles he brought in. Yeah, because he brought a bit big Japanese influence in Yeah. But then it went not just tattooing, but into art, uh, design, different stuff like that, and kind of made it a household name of really did made it where it was more culturally acceptable because you had more and more people that either they had the tattoos or they would wear a shirt or something like that, that had the designs on it too. It was about the tattoos, but it wasn't all about the tattoo. And so I think with culture nowadays, we owe a lot of that to that coming in and becoming prevalent. Right. Does that make sense? Am I saying that right? Yeah. I mean, people have posters up on the wall of the artwork itself. And it made it not so. You go back to the '50s, '60s, I guess, really even '70s. You know, it was biker gangs had tattoos. Yakuza have tattoos. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the bad guys had tattoos. Yeah, the, the rebels. Yep. And there it lies forever. Rebels. It was a rebel way of thinking. It was an outsider's art. Mm-hmm. And really, I think the '90s. Well, I remember. So, like, whenever count. we were kids and we were growing up, and and dad talking about. You know, he would say to us, oh, you know, if you want, if you really want to get a tattoo when you're older, you know, make sure at least it's not visible. That way oh, oh, yeah. you can go get a job. You can go do whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Because back then, you know, if you went to an interview and you had sleeves on both arms, people are going to look at you and go, oh, this guy, he's probably going to be a problem. Yeah. Now you have CEOs. Yeah, CEOs companies and professors. Completely covered. Yeah. No one cares. Yeah. Like I said, uh, I, I had a professor in college that uh, he had sleeves on both arms. Cool, cool guy. Uh, very, very smart. I, I loved him and never once even even thought, like, oh, he has tattoos. Ooh. What a rebel. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And so I think a lot of that is, you know, the times have, have changed. They've kind of come around. I think, like I said, the 90s, I think is when it first really started coming around more and more. But really, mid to late 2000s. Yeah, is when it really but, kind of took off. Thank goodness, though, coming out of the 90s, we missed the tribal tattoo train. Everybody was getting them. You do know I have one that's somewhat tribal, right? It's not tribal. No, it's con, no con I'm chief. talking the whole... S- but. Do you remember seeing From Dust Till Dawn? Yeah. And the one that George Clooney had, that tribal tattoo on his right arm? Yeah. And then every meathead in the gym had that tattoo? That's true. Or something like it? That's true. Triple X. <laughs> Vin Diesel tribal tattoos. Hey, man, I still say... they still People still get them. I still say, hey, if, if it's cool, if you like it, go for it, man. But nothing like the tramp stamp. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Can we talk about tramp stamps for a minute? I, I don't know if we have the right to talk about tramp stamps. Because you typically think of a tramp stamp as something, you know, the chick's going to get. And so I don't, I don't know if we really have the right to talk about that. <laughs> I'm not downplaying it. I'm just saying... I've they, seen some very They were, style. They were a, a ones. craze. I, I've seen some girls that have some very very nice ones that well, look they good. still get Is that still big? Oh. Young ladies still getting tramp stamps? Low, oh, let me take a step back. Lower back tattoos. <laughs> I think My it's a little in the too late. Defensively. I think it's a little too late now. I, I think you said you've it said said 7 it times. 10 times, yeah. Uh, but it, but then again the same thing you were just talking about, you know, all the guys were getting the tribal tattoos and all the chicks were getting oh, the lower back now tattoos. Now it's the young people with the face tattoos. God, stop you that! Know, uh, no, you are your dumbest between eighteen and probably twenty-five. True, true. You're just grown up enough. You don't know who you are I- yet. Just grown up enough to have an idea of life. Just enough to be dangerous. You are first on your own, out of the house, being able to make your own decisions for the first time in your life. And most of the time, they're the wrong ones. Thanks, yeah, so you got to learn. Until you get about 25 when you're like, oh, I need to get my shit together. Yeah, because you got to learn by failure, basically. That's the best so way to learn. So everything you do in those years is going to be questionable. Because <laughs> you're feeling rebellious. True. I want to be my own person. I don't think I necessarily have a problem with someone getting a face tattoo, as long as it's not... To something completely inappropriate if you have you know motherfucker on your forehead like <laughs> man really what like, about that seemed like a good idea well i think about it too like what if my kid who's just learning how to spell walks up and he's like you know m o <laughs> <laughs> no probably m u <laughs> yeah it's gonna be a u yeah m u is our spelling and i'm like yay i spelled the word motherfucker <laughs> it's all one word <laughs> good yeah. job let's go get some ice cream Yeah. Thanks, motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, mm. You're like a (laughs) see-and-say. What does the idiot say? Uh, It's just, yeah, you watch. I know we're getting to that age when I I see the the trends of the youth, and I'm just shaking my head. No, no, no. I never thought I would be this uncool. But you just want to shake them and go, stop that, stop that. You ever see those commercials of the lady that was 50 and went back to get her doctorate and become a doctor? You can't do that. What's Bitch ass tattooed on your cheek. Like <laughs> it doesn't work. You can't see me, but I'm shaking the air. I'm like Stop. Yeah, yeah I got ass hat running on my neck. I did hear kind of a cool one where it said uh in Soviet Russia, prisoners would get tattoos of Lenin and Stalin on them, not as a form of like support, but because if they were sentenced to death, the guards could not shoot them because it was illegal to shoot at a picture of a national figure. So you turn him around. <laughs> well, maybe like I want See, him. there has to be some workarounds for that, man. I'm sure, like the first time, like someone's like sentenced to death, and he, you know, pulls up his shirt uh, uh, and uh, is, like, uh, get out of jail and, free card. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like the Joseph guard Stalin. at one point been like, "Okay, we're we're gonna figure this what? out." Okay, you got today off, but tomorrow we'll be back. <laughs> Easy fix, flame Ooh, oh, brutal. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Yeah. Okay. I said, "There's a workaround for it." True. we are. We are, we are talking about. We'll take that picture right off of your stomach there and put it right up on the wall. Now mm. we got no problem. Not hmm. saying we can donate. Just <laughs> there's a way. Checkmate, Ivan. Oh, wow. <laughs> Checkmate. Oh wow. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Happier thoughts, rainbows and flowers. <laughs> sure. Well, Coming out of that dark exchange, I think it's game time, brother. All right. Can Let's I tee? You up? Can I tee you up for one? Let's do it. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time for Search Engine Results. For those of you new to the show, what I do weekly is I ask Keith an open-ended question that I put into a search engine on the internet. I then present him with three answers. His job is to guess the first answer that popped up in the search engine. Might not always make sense, but it's the first thing. It is the internet. It is the internet. So, today's question that I typed into, we went with good old-fashioned Google. Mm -hmm. Tattoos are... Tattoos are not tattoos. Are Arr. tattoos are okay? A ugly, B a sin, or C <laughs> for scumbags? Oh wow! Oh, <laughs> getting no love on the search engine. Getting with this one. no wow. Love. As we sit here, some Ooh. dirty, sinful scumbags. Mm. Mm. So okay, again, again, again. Here we go. Tattoos are a ugly. B, a sin, or C for scumbags? <laughs> Who even uses Let's, the word scumbag? Anymore? I know. I was so happy to see scumbag pop up though. You were like, happy. Yeah. I'm like, whoa! What the? All right. <laughs> oh, let it roll around in there for a minute. <sighs> okay, let it breathe. Tattoos are. Tattoos are. What do you think the internet has to say about this? One of those miscreants out there in internet land. Ty- type in mostly. A ugly. B, a sin. Or C, for scumbags. I'm going to go with a sin. Final answer. Incorrect. It was Damn. A, ugly. Oh, man. Yeah. In the internet's defense, there are a lot of ugly tattoos up there. There's probably more <laughs> ugly ones than good ones. I, I, I can think of off my head about 10 people that I know, that I personally know, that have some point sat down and been like, you know what? I think I could do a tattoo uh, and have tried to, you know, draw stuff up or whatever. I, like, I've like i never, I've, I've never seen any of these guys actually get a tattoo gun and, and attempt it. But Thankfully. I mean, I, I would never want it. Like, no. I know you said that you get a tattoo from a friend, you know, in his mm-hmm. house, but he actually did a good job. He, yeah, he, he, was, he knows how to tattoo. Yeah, he knows what he was doing. That's how I ended up with the mama on my arm. Because mm-hmm. that's what happens after a long day of drinking with a buddy. And hey he says I got a tattoo gun. Let's do this. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. It was like <laughs> one in the morning. We close down the bar, we go back to his house. He's like, What do you want? I said, I don't know. Do something cool. I said, do you want like a heart with an arrow through it? Like old school? Sure. And Wake put, up the next morning and I've got a tangerine sized mama heart on my arm. <laughs> was mom at least happy when you when you showed her? Mm, yes. <laughs> so I couldn't do a cover up. Because <laughs> she liked it. She's like, you didn't have to do it. First she was mad, and then she's like, you didn't have to do that. And I'm like, Phew. yep. I do remember after you got it, I was like, you asshole. Now I'm the bad kid. Forever going forward, she's like, well, you never got inked on, on you, mama. <laughs> so, yeah. It's always a interesting conversation piece at bull parties. <laughs> like, Re- what? It's like, yep, yep. Yep, you yep, got mama tattoo. Then you just got to stand behind it. Love my mama. Yeah, yes, yeah. I do. You know what, though? Uh, damn! Keep, but i've oh got my. to stay out of the pen <laughs> that's my number one goal in life because <laughs> i don't want to become mama oh Ooh, little, yeah. little mama oh in the pen Ooh. well uh, uh back backtrack just a little bit <laughs> i think uh, a big part like i said kind of said earlier about it's great to get something on you get something that you can display that you're happy with you're proud of or you think's funny whatever i mean hey again whatever floats your boat but the artists themselves deserve so much credit and i know that there's a lot of great artists out there and i know there's a lot of them that don't get any kind of recognition uh both of mine i'm very very happy with them uh i know my wife she has actually more than i do all of hers look great look very professional yeah my wife has a fantastic tattoo artist deanna smith she was uh Contestant on Eat Master, mm-hmm. and Melanie's tattoos are phenomenal. It's all—we'll be standing in line somewhere, and there might be a seventy-year-old lady behind her that's asking, "Can I? Can I see the rest of that?" And very proud of that work, but that's somebody that is an established artist. Mm-hmm. And Melanie went in knowing what she wanted, and they worked together and came up with it. And it wasn't rushed; it was well thought out, and the artwork shows for itself. It's yeah. fantastic. That's, it is art. Yeah. It, yeah, I it looks like a painting. I definitely believe that good tattooing is definitely definitely an art but like i said earlier i think it's so great that it's a collaboration between two random people you know uh you might walk in and not met this artist before and, and i think that's a, a really big sign of a good artist is whenever they say hey i want to have a meeting with you let's sit down Well, they don't want to rush you in and out yeah like okay let's discuss what do you want what are you thinking what's going on and so it gives them the idea and then you let them run with it and you know, I know it doesn't always work out great, but a lot of times, man, it comes with some... I, I know, I've same thing, like you were talking about, you know, the old lady asking about seeing the rest of hers. I've been in places, you know, just at the store and gone, wow, I, I really like that's That's really cool. Like, I would, I would like to see the rest of it, but I'm not going to ask a random person, like, hey, pull up your shirt mm-hmm. so I can see the rest of your tattoo. <laughs> but flip to the other side of the artists themselves... You, as the person getting the tattoo, cannot be a douchebag. You can't be aloof. you got to know. Give them something to work with. I know that has to get so old for them when you have people come in and just have no idea what they want. They want to argue everything, and you're like, look, I'm the artist. I know what's going to work on your skin, A. Mm -hmm. I know what's within your budget, B. Mm -hmm. And, C, I don't know if you can sit in the chair for that. Yeah. I do this all the time. This is my profession. Listen to me. Let me advise you. Give me, or, and give me an idea. Also, don't come in there going, I don't know what I want. Just do whatever you Just want. Just give me a cool tattoo. Well, Just, okay. No, motherfucker. Write I me might a... put a skull on your back and you go, I didn't want a skull. Write me a beautiful song. Uh, create me a beautiful painting. Uh, okay. You have to give them some direction. That is another cool thing about tattoo artists is that they can work on the... It's not like you're a painter that does one style of painting. Mm-hmm. And I know artists, tattoo artists, have their style that they do. But to be able to take a suggestion from somebody and collaborate... And come up with a piece of art. That's kind of unique to that form, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, I don't know, you know, if you're chiseling a statue, do you have somebody standing over your shoulder the whole time judging you on it? Do they come to you and say, hey, I want you to make this statue look just like this? Was the Sistine Chapel, was it, was it done? Did they tell them what to put or tell them what to paint up there? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. We should have researched that. <laughs> eh. Not extremely relevant to what we're talking about, but Same just idea. in what we're, yeah, I mean where the know, conversation like, is led now. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know of another art form really where the artist has to collaborate with the person and go throughout the process. Then can you sit through it mm-hmm. too? You might come mm-hmm. in there and never had a tattoo before and you're like, well, I want a full sleeve or whatever. You don't have any ink on your body and they're just going, oh. this is going to be an eight hour session. Or You've never had two, a tattoo before and or or you're or telling s- me you want this. Yeah, I, be, I, I bet it's just a beating over the head with bad customers. Hmm. Yeah. I've been in the chair and seen a bad customer before when it's like, hey, motherfucker, why don't you just leave? You know? Yeah. You're annoying everybody in here. Yeah. You're just. just you're get just, the hell out. You're just being an ass hat. Stop yeah. it. You're, you're interrupting the experience, and these people are just doing a job. Yeah. Yeah. They're doing a job. It, now, I can go to work and do a job and come home and go, oh, yeah, I had a good day. You today. had a bad day. I, I, I've, or a good day, a bad day. Or I can say, hey, you know, I feel proud of what I did. But, like, as someone like that, they're going to go back and, like, every day think of, like, I know because most of them keep some kind of flipbook of the pictures of it. And I, I assume some of them go back and look through it and go, ah, that wasn't my best work. This guy yeah. was a dick. Wouldn't sit still. Didn't want to pay what I was worth. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you yeah, I me mean, nothing to work
0: with. Yeah. 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 So, you've got to keep in mind the person doing the work. Yeah. And I think a lot of people don't. They just want to go in and sit and pick this or and walk out. I think they, the worst ones are the ones that have no direction at they all. They want to walk in and walk out with a badass tattoo that everybody's going to come into. Oh, man, that looks really cool. And it's like, okay, it then you need to way. drop the dime and put in the time. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Do your months out. Mm-hmm. Work with them. If you walk in and out of a tattoo parlor in an hour, you're getting an hour's tattoo. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I know. You got what you paid for. The the little one on my left arm, it was not anything that took any length of time. It was very simple. And the guy told me straight up, he goes, hey, if that's what you want, fine. He goes, "It's it'll look solid. He goes, but it's not going to be intricate. It's not going to be anything super special, but it'll be something I can do, yeah, in an hour. Not a big deal. I think it looks good because he did some little extra shading and uh, a fading technique that I'm not really mm-hmm. familiar with the term for it. But it made it where it kind of faded out as he was doing it and kind of... I don't know. Give it kind of made it look like more of a brush stroke style. Oh, okay. Um, So I think it looks really cool. But yes, it was a, definitely a, a fairly simple, quick tattoo that I just got while I was waiting on a friend that was getting one. I was like, eh, I'm here. Why not? I go and get it. And that's what, but I like it. You like, knew exactly I'm, what you were getting. Yeah, yeah. You and didn't have dreams of grandeur in your head about that it was going to yeah. be more than. I knew my friend's tattoo was going to take about two hours, and I was like, "Hey, I got some time to kill." He was sitting over there in the corner. I was like, "Hey, what can you do right quick?" And he was like, eh, "I could do something like this." Like, man, that'd be cool. He was like, "Okay." You know, it was kind of one of those. Hey, we're just we're sitting here with nothing to do. Why not? <laughs> it's like when you hire anybody else to do any kind of service, you get what you pay for and the time you pay for. Be respectful, be courteous, and tip because mm-hmm. they're performing a job. That is going to be with you forever. Yep, you got to carry that around. Don't shortchange. Don't rush. Yeah, why would anybody not? It's like building a house. To, yeah, why would anybody not want to? Like I said, uh, pay, take care, do what they artist. need to do. Uh, do it the right way when you know Beer. that you're going to be carrying this around with you for the rest of your life. Yep. So, in your opinion, I'm going to pick Keith's brain a little bit here. Why do you think in the past 20 years it's become so much more acceptable? At least here in America. Well, I think one is that... Okay, I I think the the main thing is people have gotten to this point where I don't want to say necessarily rebellious, but hey, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. Um, I think people are proud to show off things that mean things to them. I think that culturally... Like we said earlier about you know you might have a professor or a CEO that has it, and the sheer numbers of people that have tattoos has grown significantly. Of course, we also have the aspect of hey man, that looks really cool or that's funny or that's whatever like yeah. well, wait, whatever works for you you know go for it. I know I saw a guy one time that had a Bart Simpson tattoo, but it was like the like from the original drawings. Oh, like the yeah. the, the no. whenever still on the sketch. Uh, show. A uh, Tracy thing. Ullman show? Yeah, the Tracy Ullman show was like, there was that, you know, the Bart Simpson yeah. thing and he, he was like, I'm proud of that because that's like original, like old school Bart Simpson, whatever. I was like, hey man, if, if you're proud of it, go for it, dude, why that's not? That's all that matters. Yeah. Um. So I think a combination of a lot of those things uh, has made it to where, yeah, now it's just, it's more acceptable. Uh, I think we've gotten more laid back on not viewing people, like we said earlier, where you had a tattoo and maybe someone would think of you as a rebel. Well, I've kind of gotten out of that yeah. thinking. Individuality is celebrated now. Yes. As yes. where yes. the past generations being a worker bee and conforming was what you were expected to do. Mm-hmm. And now the individual is celebrated. And so I think, I believe that's just an extension of the celebration of you're not the same as me. I'm not the same as you. You might walk in with a, Star Wars tattoo. I have one, too. We come from de- completely different lives, but we've got that commonality. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same way when you see somebody with a tattoo on their arm. You kind of, you want, to, you want to get closer and look at it. Yeah. Especially if you have one. And I think seeing that with the older generations that now people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, you wouldn't have seen them back in 1980, 1970 coming up to the tattooed person and asking to see it. Mm-hmm. They'd clutch their handbag and cross the street. Yeah. And now it's because it sparks that little fire in them where they go, you know what, I might, you, you see a lot of that now with them going in, people taking their grandmothers in to get tattoos when it's the grandma, the daughter, the granddaughter, maybe the great granddaughter to yeah. go get matching rose yes. tattoos. Yeah. And they're excited about mm-hmm. it. It's like, mm-hmm. we, we've all got that rebellious spark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like so, I don't think it's necessarily even about uh, rebellious anymore. I think it's more of, like I said, get something that I'm proud to display. To have on me, something that I'm, I look at it every day. I got it on me because it's going with me for life. Yeah. You know, and just happy to do it. Or something that she's look at and you just enjoy looking at it. Like, you're like, yeah, that's cool. You know, it's like, I know, yeah. <laughs> I know the people that would do the, uh, the finger tattoos. Oh yeah. Like people do like the finger with little the mustache. mustache. Uh, or I saw one too. That was, it was a husband and wife. One of them got on the middle of their index finger, got just two little dots. hmm. And then the other one got just a curved line, a little half moon line. So that when they were together, they put it together and it was a smiley face. I mean, like <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, why not? Yeah. We've been talking about getting peas and carrots. Me and Liz talked about getting... Uh, <laughs> me and Melanie have been talking about getting peas and carrots. Me and Liz been talking about doing the uh, thimble and acorn. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it's, it's kind of like anything else, man. If it makes you happy, if you enjoy it, go no. for it, man. The only time I have a problem with it is when it's something just really vulgar or say, you get, say a, a naked body tattooed on you. That's in a place where everybody's going to see like, I'm like, ah, come on, man. You know, if you want to get that, go for it, dude. Get it on your chest, your back, you know, upper arm, something like that to where it's not visible all the time. Because I just don't want my kid walking up and yeah. going, there's a naked woman or man on their arm or something. Yeah, I'm like, eh, yeah. if it's offensive. Put it somewhere where it can be unoffensive. Mm -hmm. Other than that, let your freak flag fly. Yeah. Well, I think our takeaway from this, man, is celebrate individuality. Yep. Everybody do their own thing. I'm glad we're living in a time and place where we can be free to express ourselves in ways. Mm And we have Mm -hmm. multiple outlets to go get this kind of work done. Yeah. So celebrate your tattoo artist. Celebrate your people that bring any kind of artwork to this world. Yes. Because I'm afraid, I really hate to think that some of they put the time and effort and hard work into learning this craft and they should be celebrated just like any other artist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And any kind of any form of artwork right now, uh, creativity, man, I'd celebrate it. I think it's great. Let's keep it going. And like I said, be good to your artist. Positive vibes, brother. Yep. I agree. All right. Everybody out there in listener land, this is Kenneth. This is Keith. We want to thank y'all for listening to the random men. Y'all take care of each other. And remember to tip, motherfuckers.